What's up, everybody, and welcome to Big 12 Bullets, the no longer undefeated Big 12 Conference. Uh, turns out when you uh, up the level of play, uh, unless you're Kansas, when you up the level of play, you, uh, you, you might lose some games as a conference. Um, Kansas didn't up the level of play, and they, they also lost. Um, West Virginia looked like I thought they would look most of the season, losing really badly to Missouri. Texas lost by a touchdown to LSU in a really good game. We talk about all of that in the Bullets version of the Big 12 Bullets podcast. Um, that is the newsletter. Um, I'll address all of what happened in the Big 12 this last week. But this week, we're looking forward to the greatest rivalry in sports, the greatest, certainly the greatest in college football. Um, no, not not OU Texas. No, not Ohio State, Michigan. Not uh, USC, Notre Dame, or Alabama, LSU, or, or, or Florida, Georgia. Of course, I'm talking about Iowa, Iowa State. I gave you a pause there to uh, chuckle a little bit uh, or to scream in excitement because everyone knows that that is the only big game in college football this weekend. Um, and that is why college game day will be in aims for uh, the first time ever. Um, this is a game that is played every year and no one really cares about it outside of Iowa. Um, but it's going to be actually really big this year because it's featuring two ranked teams, um, which which is really exciting and really exciting for the state of Iowa, I guess. I have never really been there and I don't really. Well, I guess Iowa State lost their ranking, so they're not ranked anymore. Um, so never mind about this being... <laughs> a matchup of two ranked teams, um, which is disappointing to say the least. Iowa State is just outside the top 25, but that's what happens when you go to overtime with an FCS team. I should back up and say what this game is called. It is not officially called this name. It is officially called the Iowa State-Iowa football rivalry. The trophy awarded is the Cy Hawk Trophy after Cy the Cardinal and Herky the Hawk. I'm learning all this on Wikipedia. This is not a rivalry anyone knows that much about. Uh, they've been playing since 1894. The nickname on the internet for this is, and excuse the language, El Asico, because, um, of course, El Clasico is Barcelona-Real Madrid. That is a classic rivalry. Iowa State-Iowa is a game that features often very poor football being played. Um, scores of this game tend to be uh, 13 to three if it's close or 42 to three when it's not. And the winner is almost always Iowa. They lead the series 44 to 22 to one, um, for all of the amazing things Matt Campbell has done at Iowa state. Um, all of the big wins they've had being ranked in the top 25 to start the season. Um, he's never beaten Iowa, which is really embarrassing because Iowa's not that good of a football team regularly. Um, they were ranked last um, in 2016 when they played. That was last time there was a ranked team involved in this game. Iowa wins this game way too often. Um, so it, it would be a really big win for Iowa State. Um, and I, I think they will win. However, Iowa's actually pretty good this year, we think. Um, they're ranked at 19, which, you know, n rankings don't mean that much at this point. But that is that is um, 
you know, they're well thought of enough to be ranked there. Kirk Ferentz has been the coach there for 1 million years, and he will never be fired no matter what he does. Um, he's one of the highest paid coaches in college football, despite not having a very good career ranking. It's pretty, you know, this is, this is not, am I really selling this game as being really exciting? It is going to be exciting. For the first time in a long time, it's going to be exciting. I don't know if the game on the field will be exciting, but there will be a winner that will be ranked and it'll be a big deal and they will be able to put this win on their resume as a big win for the rest of the season, whether that's Iowa or it's Iowa State. Uh, I'm just happy for the people of Ames to uh, to have college game day. That's really exciting. Um, it's a big deal. But the only thing you really need to know about Ames is this song right here. Just to get by. Ames High to the Bronze. We think that's great. Over 357 schools in the state. If you visit here, you won't want to go home. Join us with a hooray for the awesome Cyclones. It's ISU, the home of field magic. Driving with the top down by College Creek. The spring is mild and the flowers shine. Let's hear a hooray for the warm summertime. Affordable living, why go to L.A.? Number nine best city in the U.S.A. For a glass of water when you visit our town Crack a smile, drink it down, it's, it's the, the cleanest, cleanest around. around Hooray! We love it in the city of A. Hooray! We love it in A. If you're just passing through or you're here to stay Hooray! Let's do it for the city of A. Okay, you get the picture Absolutely incredible Thank you for that song, whoever made that it taught me so much about Ames. I, I feel like I've been there. Um, but okay, let's talk about the actual football being played on the field. Uh, as I've said before many times, um, and you should know this by now, Iowa State is led by their quarterback, Brock Purdy, who is a good football player. Iowa is led by their quarterback, Nate Stanley, who did exactly what you'd expect an Iowa quarterback to do against their first two opponents, Miami of Ohio and Rutgers. He threw for 252 and 236 yards, respectively, a completion percentage of 57% against Rutgers. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. That's exactly what an Iowa quarterback does. He's usually pretty good. He's not amazing, but he gets the job done, whether that's CJB third or however you say that guy's name. Never really learned how to say his name. And frankly, I never really needed to. Um, Iowa's, Iowa quarterbacks are all exactly the same in my mind. They typically have really good defense. Um, cornerbacks are usually pretty good. However, in my amazing research for this game, I find out that Iowa is has lost several corners um, before the game, which is not good when you're playing a pretty good quarterback in Brock Purdy. So, if I'm predicting this game, I am I'm predicting Iowa State in in terms of rivalry, this rivalry is very much like OU and Oklahoma State where it's a rivalry but there's one team that is dominant way more than the other, but that other team has a few upstart years and it's really important to win in those upstart years and Iowa State has not done it in the last couple of years. I think they get the job done this year. I think Matt Campbell does 
finally win this game, takes home the Cy Fair Trophy, is the champion of Al Asico, the worst rivalry game in college football. I'm just kidding. It's not the worst rivalry game. I just said that to annoy one person. Um, but in truth, we should be thankful for this game because without this game, there would really not be much going on in college football this weekend. Uh, the other games in the Big 12 are really just poor. Kansas-Boston College. I thought Kansas would actually win that game um, at the beginning of the season. I do not feel that way now after losing to Coastal Carolina Chanticleers last week. I am not confident in Kansas, and I think they will lose to Boston College. Les Miles, not off to a good start. NC State, West Virginia. Again, West Virginia, very poor showing last week. Not going to look good for them. Kansas State-Mississippi State is actually a very intriguing matchup now. Kansas State dominated last week, didn't give up a point, looked really, really, really good. Mississippi State is typically about the same level as Kansas State in the SEC, and um, this is always a good matchup to determine kind of that mid to lower tier of, of the two conferences. So I, I would say uh, look for Kansas State to maybe surprise some people in Starkville on Saturday morning. Uh, th- that could be a bigger deal than I would have anticipated to begin the season. TCU versus Purdue is a little little interesting as well. They're both probably about the same level in their conference. So that's another good um, barometer type matchup. It's not it's not going to determine national championship or really major, major seeding or, or major, major bowls probably. Um, but I do find that to be an intriguing matchup. Oklahoma is going to stomp UCLA. UCLA is absolutely awful. And uh, I'm not going to spend any time breaking down that game. Uh, just like I'm not going to spend any time breaking down OU's win uh, over South Dakota because that was not, you know, this is not worth talking about. Texas Tech, Arizona, another game that is intriguing of teams that are, again, about the same in, uh, level in their own conference. Um, teams, both teams that should put up a ton of points and play no defense. This game will be. It starts at 9:30 p.m. on Saturday night. There will be an insane amount of points scored in that game. And it should be really fun if you're still up to watch the end of that game because it will go until 1 or 2 in the morning. be such a long game um, with all the points scored. So if you just you just can't get enough football on a Saturday night and you want a little crazy uh, Pac-12 action, Texas Tech is a very good team to be playing late at night if you just like wildness. Um, Alan Bowman is going to throw for 500 yards against Arizona. I don't know who's going to win. Probably Texas Tech, but I don't know that. I just know that both teams are going to score a ton of points. Remember, Kevin Sumlin is the coach at Arizona. Uh, They opened the season with a loss to Hawaii um, in that week zero weird matchup. So it's going to be an interesting week. I kind of undersold it at the beginning of the the podcast as a joke. Uh, It'll be an interesting week, but Iowa-Iowa State really is is a good matchup. It's 3 p.m. on Tuesday. I'm sorry, it is not 3 p.m. Tuesday. It's 3 p.m. on Saturday. I think that, that um, again, I'm predicting Iowa State to win, um, but maybe I'm just being kind of a conference homer, which I try not to be. Um, but I just, I just, I, I like Matt Campbell too much, and I can't imagine him being Iowa State's like best coach in 50 years or whatever, and then leaving maybe at the end of the season without a single win over Iowa. That would just feel wrong, and that would the, the college football um, gods would be would be doing Iowa State a disservice if he never beat Iowa. Um, but Iowa will probably be more jacked up going into this game than they've ever been. 
uh, knowing that there's these upstart cyclones out there in Ames and, and Iowa will be really excited to go in there and try to beat them. Again, I'll predict Iowa State, um, oh, uh, 20, 27 to 17. Uh, that sounds like a good high-scoring El Asico score. Uh, certainly not a high-scoring Big 12 game, but neither one of these teams are teams that just put up crazy points. So uh, look forward to that. Look forward to all the games this weekend. Even, even though they're not huge games, there's a lot of really intriguing games that will really set up the rest of the uh, season. So tune in, make sure to like the podcast or, um, um, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, rate it on SoundCloud, rate it on, um, iTunes, um, Spotify. You can listen to it in a bunch of different ways. Obviously you found a way to listen to this one, subscribe to the newsletter, um, and tell your friends, tell your friends about the podcast, tell your friends about the newsletter. Um, I really appreciate all the love we've been getting so far. It's been uh, pretty fun and I hope I'm providing a little bit of fun and value to your college football life. Uh, That is my goal. So until uh, next week, this is the Big 12 Bullets. Let's hear it for the city of Bay. Four seasons to enjoy, everybody say. Let's hear it for the city of Bay. Let's grab a bite to eat, there's a place on May. Let's hear it for the city of Bay. Love it, love it, love it in Ames. We love it, love it, love it in Ames. We love it, love it, love it in Ames. Let's hear it for the city of Ames. We love it, love it, love it in Ames. We love it, love it, love it in Ames. We love it, love it, love it in Ames. Let's hear it for the city of Ames.